0: Breath. So today's learning uh, is being sponsored by Nehama uh, Hinda Bas Mildred. should be get better very quickly. So we're up to Daf the top of the Amid. So the Mishnah, the, the the Mishnah had said that one of the responsibilities of a woman is to nurse her baby. But once they get divorced, we mentioned in the Brisa, oh, once they get divorced, the husband can't force her anymore because the The husband's right, but when she's divorced, she doesn't have to nurse the baby. Unless the baby is makiher. Once the baby gets used to the mother, it'll refuse to nurse from anyone else, and then it could be a sakana. Then the halacha is, we force the mother to do it, but she gets paid. So she gets paid for for doing what she should be doing. Huh? The father. So the Gemara says, ad kamah. Now, how long after a baby starts nursing do we assume the baby knows the mother and will refuse... We don't want to play the game of having her start nursing from anyone else. So there's a couple of opinions. Amravam Rav Yirmeyah Baravam Rav Shleishah Chadashim. Rav says three months. Shmuel Amar Shleishem Yoyim. Shmuel says thirty days. Rav Yitzchakam Rav Yechonah Chamishem So you have three months, fifty days, thirty days. So the Gemara says, Amrav Sim Barabaya Halachik Rav Yitzchak Shamav Shem Rav Yechonah. The halacha follows fifty days. So the Gemara says like this. I understand where Rav Yechonah coming from. Fifty days and three months. That's a reasonable amount of time. 50 days is already reasonable for the child to get used to the mother. Three months, okay, so the child is not as, you know, astute, fine, but those are reasonable amounts of time. How do you find 30 days? The baby at 30 days doesn't, uh, doesn't know it's a baby yet. Like 30 days is a very, very small amount of time. Okay, 50 days is already something. Three months is already something, but 30 days, it's, it's too quick. So uh, what's Shmuel Shita about? The Gemara says, the truth is, we never answer this. And the Gemara says, we talk reject that notion of shmuel, because 30 days is too quick for the baby to start recognizing the mother to the exclusion of other women. The Gemara says, he also Rami bar Yecheskel Omar, when Rami bar Yecheskel came, he says, don't, don't listen to my brother Yehuda who quotes Shmuel, meaning, Rabbi don't quote, don't don't listen to what he's saying that 30 days, that's not accurate. This is what Shmuel actually said, actually said, There is no date. You have to just test with the baby, meaning, see if the baby will go to another woman. There's no specific amount of time. It, 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 it's contingent on the baby, and, and therefore, the you know, Shmuel never actually gave a date. So we had 30 days, and so we asked, how is it possible? The answer is, he never said 30 days. He never gave a specific date. You have to figure it out. Each woman and each baby is different, so they have to just test it. And the Gemara gives the following story. Um, there was a woman who came in front of Shmuel, a mother who had got divorced, and she refused to nurse the baby. So, Amr Leilu Rav Dimi Bar Yosef Zil So they said. So Shmuel said, test. See if the if the baby recognizes the mother. So Azul Usve Bidari Denashi. So they took the mother and put her in like a, a line of, uh, you know, like in the police, uh, you know, they put in a line of other women. The Lebra and put the baby down. Let's see who the baby would go to. Kamehaj yeah, They actually took the baby past each woman to see if there was any response. When she got to the, when the baby got to the mother, have a the mother was like putting her head away because I guess she knew that if she looks at the baby, the baby's going to come to the mother. So, and put her eyes away. So, so Shmuel said, pick your eyes up. Go, go nurse your baby. Meaning, if you have to do that, that means that you know that the baby, uh, the baby recognizes you. So it's too late. You, you have to nurse the baby again. You can get paid, but the, there's no option of not nursing the baby. She was a fine mother. So the Gemara says, summa oh, That's not the baby doing. That was the mother. The, I guess the khajbin is that the fact that the mother turns her face away, it means that the mother knew that if she looked at the baby directly, the baby would come to her. So that was the mother like giving it up. Now, I understand how the baby recognizes the mother if it sees the baby, but what sees the mother. Summa mina how does the baby know if what if the baby's blind? Well, what sense does the baby use to recognize the mother? So the Gemara says, the time of a a the the the, the 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 scent of the mother and the when the nurses the taste uh, gets the milk so that that's how the baby knows that mother as opposed to other uh, other women, okay, Okay, so this is an interesting sugya, and that is the Gemara's assumption. yeah not miss much; it's an easy duh. So the, the Gemara's assumption is: could not pick a smaller Gemara to share with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, fine. So, <laughs> the, the following sugi is an interesting sugi and that is, the Gemara is assuming that, uh, at least the way the Ritva understands it, and that is that all milk or products of a living being should be Osr because of Eivah Menachai, or it looks like Eivah Menachai, unless the Torah gives a Heter So we know that the Torah allows, and there's Drosheth and Chulin allowing a baby to nurse from the mother and the milk is not eva menachai they're drushes about it because if not for the posse you'd say how do you allow the milk what's the difference between that and you know other eva menachai it is drushes also to be mater an egg from a chicken Like you have to make sure that it's not it's, not, it's, it's, a, it's coming from a living animal how do you know it's mother so the Gemara is assuming though there's a certain point where once the baby no longer needs to nurse anymore then it's a problem then it itaka can be close to eva menachai I mean, The Torah is mater when the baby is young enough and needs it. There's a certain age where the, if you nurse from a mother, there's it's not mutter anymore. Besides, they are not healthy, it's not mutter anymore. So the question is, when is that stage? So what the Gemara says. What about not even high. But there's drushes about it. Okay. There's drushes, there's drush and chulen. My point is, this sugi is clearly going with the notion everything's us awesome until proven mutter. Uh, you have to be mater. you're right. Yeah. There are drushes and chulen to be mater, milk and eggs and, and all these things. So okay. the Gemara says. Tan a baby can nurse at SMVR until 24 months. After 24 months, because it doesn't need to nurse anymore, it's like it's like uh, it's like a uh, an animal. Meaning, it's taka. The it's it's already too close to Menachai. It doesn't look right anymore. So after 24 months, you can't a child can't nurse from the mother anymore. That's what the Gemara says. That's Rav Yeshua says no. If the baby consistently nurses, it could be four or five years old. When is it also? It's pirish. If the baby stops nursing for a period of time, then it can't go back. If the, after 24 months the baby stops nursing and then the baby starts again, that's a problem. But if the baby continues to nurse, it can go to four or five. Okay. So we see that after 24 months, it could be a problem. Here's the shaila. So you tell me at some point the baby has to stop nursing, either after 24 months or after it stops, it can't go back. Here's the problem. We have a drusha that says that a mother's milk is mother. Or many. I have a drosha. The, brus- the drusha says, You might think the milk of a two-legged person, meaning a woman, is Tame. You might think that it's and I could actually make a kava to make that it's Oser. You have... Animals that you're allowed to touch, right? You're allowed to touch a pig. There's no, there's no you can't drink the milk. A woman who's nida is able to metame things. So you see that we're strict even with the contact of a woman who's a nida, right? They're able to metame things. So therefore, we should be with the milk, right? If you're, if a, if a, if a, no, my point is that. Oh, oh, no, so, so you're right. The Ritzvah described as Eva Menachai. The point is, forget about Eva Menachai. This is a drasha being mater, the milk of a mother. So there should be no concern anymore. Not Eva Menachai, not, not sheket, nothing. I'm saying, whatever the concern is, the Ritzvah felt that it was Eva Menachai. If you want to say that it's not Eva Menachai, at some point it's like a, it's treated like a pig. For whatever reason, meaning everyone agrees the baby can nurse until twenty-four months, but after that point it becomes also, either because it looks like a menachai, you want to go with the pasuk Shah that it becomes pig milk for some reason. So the gemara is saying, which is a strange svara, but okay. The the point is, whatever it is, the tayris matter. It's not. It's not a Peter it's that you can eat. You can drink milk of animals. You can eat. You can't eat people. So we give you, a heads up two. We give you a Controversial two. statement from Adam Moskowitz. <laughs> <laughs> <Osgood. laughs> <laughs> it's actually a of whether it's a mechlechus with whether cannibalism is also or only not the and hashem, just for the record. But you're right, you shouldn't eat people. Remind me after that, if I had a Shiloh, that's actually a gay cannibalism, but I'll tell you after that. No, 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 not a gay and a gay. It was a kid talking, but anyway. If baby no longer needs <laughs> it, then it would fall into... Like you said, yeah, the, the, the yeah, problem, yeah. You get, you get. Yeah. So the point is, and the Gemara is saying. So the Gemara is saying that you. The problem is the Drasha says like this. You might think it should be Usr, um, because it should be treated like a, a more worse than an animal, because a, a woman is matama when she's a nida. You might think that the milk should be usr, tamel es ki The Pasik describes the milk of the gamal who The milk of a woman is mother So if the Torah says it's muter, it's mutter. The Gemara just continues. You might think that only the milk of a woman is motor, but not the blood of a human. Who who the is matter the blood as well? This, by the way, the Gemara is going to explain when is it motor. This is talking about if blood doesn't leave your mouth. Right? If you're bleeding in your gums and you swallow it, that, that's halachically fine. If that. If it was any other blood, blood of a, an animal, you can't. The answer is, the tigers is make it with the blood and make it with the milk. So you see the blood of a human is mutter and the milk of a human is mutter. So how could you say that it's usher after 24 months? So the Gemara answers, <laughs> The answer is, it depends. If you're nursing from the woman, after 24 months it's a problem. If she puts it into a bottle and you drink it, then it's fine. This is where the Ritzvah gets it that it has to do with like it looks like Avim and meaning drinking from the animal uh, that doesn't look so. so when the Torah is it that means in a bottle from the woman himself after twenty four months could be a problem. That, that's the Gemara's Torah. But the Gemara says blood is the opposite. Blood where Mekel when it's still connected to the body we're actually super strict when it leaves the body. So if you're eating a piece of challah and you're bleeding. It should probably go to you, but if you're eating a piece of challah and you're bleeding, you're actually not allowed to eat the challah anymore because the blood left the body. But if you're eating and there's blood in your mouth, you're allowed to suck the gums and swallow it. That's fine. So it's the opposite. By milk, we're makel when it's in a bottle, not makel from the woman directly. By blood, we're makel. By blood, we're makel if it's in the body, not when it's separated from the body. So those are the two, uh, two uh, the opposite of uh, the, the economy of blood. Not so as long true. as it never left the body. No, true, but I think it has to do. I have to check up the halacha, but I think it has to do with whether it's pooled on top. If it's still inside the, like sometimes you'll have a cut. If it's oozing out, then it'll be a problem. But if it's still inside, that would be that would be okay because it never left. It never left the body. I believe, I have to check up that halacha, but that's the Gemara says. The Gemara says, dam If you're eating challah and there's blood on the challah, you have to scrape it off. But If there's blood between your teeth, that you could swallow, it's fine. Okay. Rabbi Yeshua said that you're allowed to keep nursing. The baby can keep nursing until he's four or five years old. So the Gemara says, Didn't Rabbi Yeshua say you could keep nursing until you got the you got like a uh, like a bag on your shoulder, like you're, you're like a worker? So I thought it's four or five. Now you tell me it's even a worker. The answer is Eidi veidi chad It was the same share. They used to work when they were four or five. Four or five. The kid's already got, uh, got uh, you know, he's already got a bag on his shoulders. I'm Rav Yosef, halachi Rav Yeshua, and that's the halacha. Okay. Tanya, Mav, Mar, Rav Marinus It's actually very negative, the laws of Shabbos. I'm not going to go into it right now, but when, um, the, the halacha of, of nursing on Shabbos, the, 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 the halacha is that um, a, a, nur- a woman nursing is mafarik. Taking, blo- taking milk out of an animal or out of a woman is mafarik. it's like uh, separating. It's a Told of mafarik. We allow it for a woman to nurse because it's bikuach nefesh for the baby. But for a woman to pump milk on Shavis, it's take, it could be aser, and it could be aser deraisa to put it into a bottle. Therefore, we'll only do it if the baby needs it. If let's say the baby doesn't need the milk and the mother's just like, she'll express the milk because she wants to have for Matze Shabbos, it's taka aser deraisa. So the Gemara talks about a similar thing. Let's say there was an ailment that a person had and he had to nurse, he had to get goat milk, but there was no goat milk. So he's allowed to nurse directly from the goat on, 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 uh, on, on Shabbos. Why? So the Gemara says, <laughs> oh, A man can go to an animal and nurse directly from the udder on, to, on Shabbos if he needs it for medicine. My timer. Like I said, it's doy if you put it into a bottle. From the animal itself, or from the breast or from the, 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 the animal's udder, it's only a rabbinic form, because it's not the normal way to do it. It's a rabbinic form of mepharic. So because it's a rabbinic form of mepharic, because again, it's not the normal way to do it, the nurse directly from animals, is not normal, it's normal to put into a bottle. So because it's the rabbinic form of mafarik, we're mekel makam tsar. So if someone's in ill, so we allow them to do a rabbinic prohibition for a chayla. So the Gemara says makom The whole, the whole, it's a, it's a rabbinic form because it's not the normal way to do it, and because it's makom sayer, they're they're meikul. A similar halacha. Um, of Yosef. First of all, halacha of Rav Marunis. That's how we pass in. Tanya nochem ish galayo oimar shalu by kashkashin. Let's say you have a um, uh, the, the the drain pipe of the house we call it the thing the, the thing the thing on the side of the house the gutter the, the, gutter. Well, the gutter and it's filled with twigs and it's filled with uh, you know gook. so it's causing the water to back up and now it's going into the roof so you got to fix it but you can't fix it on Shabbos because it could be uh, matakin boina, whatever you want to say it's a, it could be a biblical form of of fixing on Shabbos so what do you do? Mimach and baraglo, you step on it and just mush down the 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 leaves in the gutter. So that's a rabbinic form of fixing because it's not the normal way to do it. The normal way to do it is to take it out and to fix it. To just smush it down with your foot is not the normal way to do it. So because it's only a rabbinic prohibition, they're Ma hef said, because your house is getting ruined. We're going to be makele to do a rabbinic prohibition. The Gemara says. The Ein uh, 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 First, you have to do with Tzinner because publicly, people won't. It doesn't look so good. My time attacking and that's the Pesach. Okay. So the sheet of Rabbi Yishua was that you can nurse the baby can nurse till four or five years old, but after twenty four months, if it stops, you can't go back. How long is it stop? It's two days, three days, like how, how long, if the baby stops nursing, do we say, can't go back to, to breast milk, you have to use formula. So how long of a break is it a problem? So it says, Three days. Some say that it was in front of Shmuel, not in the name of Shmuel, three days. Okay, fine. The next sugya is, this is going to get us till most of the next way through the other Chazal were, did certain her We We don't write the same way we, we've had this, that a woman can't remarry within three months of her first husband because if she's pregnant, we don't want, if, she die, if the husband died or divorced her, maybe she's pregnant for the first husband, and remarries right away, then we don't know who the baby is. You have to wait three months that way to, sh- to see if she's showing. Similarly, after a woman has baby, they, you have to wait 24 months. The reason is because it, the baby nurses for 24 months. That's what the baby needs. If you remarry, maybe you'll become pregnant with a new baby. The second husband doesn't care about the first baby. He's not going to give her enough food and enough uh, to, to supply with enough milk, and she's not going to be able to, to nurse both babies. It seems that she would be able to nurse both babies if she eats enough and drinks enough, but we're afraid that the second husband's not going to give her enough to take care of the first baby because he doesn't care about that baby. So, because he doesn't care about the baby. So, because of that, there was always a 24 month you know, pause, that you cannot remarry if you have a newborn for 24 months, until the baby is 24 months. We're going to talk about that. That's what we're going to talk about. So Gemara says, If you have a woman who's nursing who loses her husband, so she's single, within 24 months of the baby nursing, she's not allowed to get, have Kedushin or nisuin. meaning she's not allowed to do Kedushin because we're afraid that it could lead to nisuin. Go to the next page. She's not allowed to remarry until 24 months pass. So they made a 24-month rule. You're not allowed to remarry for 24 months. That's Rav Meir. Rav Yudamater. Rav Yudha says eighteen months is all you need. He felt that all a baby needs to nurse is eighteen months. You don't need twenty four. So it's a is whether a baby needs to nurse eighteen or twenty four months. The truth is this machlaik is, you know, man, is the same She said twenty four months. a choydish. And Bisham says eighteen months. Shimon ben says, I have a middle sheet, I'll, I'll, I'll settle the bet. It's not really a machria, it's more of a third sheet. And that is that when it says 24 months, it's not really 24 months, it's 21 months. Why? Because even if, she, what are you afraid of? That she'll become pregnant and it'll cut off the milk supply. And, and she's not going to get enough food to, to get the milk supply going. It takes three months into pregnancy for the milk to supply to be cut off so she can marry after 21 months because worst case scenario she gets married becomes pregnant right away the the baby won't be affected until three months in so you could actually do it three months before so if you say 24 it's 21 if you say it's 18 it's really 15 because the, the concern <coughs> is that when she's pregnant it'll cut off the milk supply and she's not going to eat enough to get the milk supply going but the milk supply is only cut off three months into pregnancy so uh, up to that point so it's fine so when it says 24 it's really 21 and when it says 18 it's really 15. okay because the milk is only cut off after three months. Um, Ula says the Halacha follows Rav Yehuda that it's 18 months. But, because that was also Basila, right? Basila and Rav Yehuda said the same thing. And Marukva said that Rav Hanina gave me a hetar after 50 months as well. Ari said to Abaya, sharecropper. So he worked with Habayah. Can I have Kedushin after 15 months? So in other words, it's 15 months amount, and it's also Kedushin, it's not even a suon. The so first of all, we pass on like Rav Okay. So yes, so 15 months is, is fine. Because Rav Yehuda said 18, but it's really 15. And Rav Yehuda says like Bezillel. So you got Rav Yehuda. We pass on like you got Bezillel. Like, Yehuda, okay, fine. So that's another one. And he said, Rabbanam Armekel to marry after 15 months. You're just doing Kedushin. Definitely fine. Because the whole issue with Kedushin is that it might lead to Nasun. Nasun itself is Motis. So definitely Kedushin. Le- they said no. 24 months. 24 months, not counting the day the baby was born and not counting the day of Kedushin, but it's got to be a full 24 months. Okay, so Abaya, this is interesting, so Abaya was matir, um, yeah, Abaya was matir 15 months to sharecropper. Then Abaya went to his Rebbe Rav Yosef, right? Abaya learned under Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef said, No, 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 24 months, we don't play these games, it's 24, full 24 months. So Abaye realized he passed him incorrectly. So road basre parsa. He ran after him three parsa, which is two miles. He ran after the wagon for two miles. parsa um, or one say one parsa in sand, which is the equivalent. It's so it's a but he couldn't catch him. He couldn't catch up to him. So a, couldn't uh, no way of telling him that uh, you know. Amr Abaya said, This is what the Rabbani used to say. You shouldn't pask in anything, even if it's clear to you, like the white of an egg. Don't paskin in the vicinity of your Rebbe which is, by the way, that's what smicha is nowadays. It's the heter to paskin in, in the rishus of your Rebbe By the way, that's that's what the there's a tshuva, the rivosh It's brought down by the Ramah and Yerida that the whole concept of smicha nowadays. So, what does it mean so you're your Rabbi? So, for what, for what? Because if you know how to paskin you can pasquin. If you don't, if you don't know how to paskin you probably shouldn't be pasquin. What does smicha do for you? In the times of the Gemara, it was adding you to the shalshala so You could be part of a bezdin because that was the real smicha going back to you know. But smicha was stopped. So smicha nowadays is just you have like you're officially ordained for what purpose? So the Rivash already said this about a thousand years ago. The rebbevasher said what it was is you were giving you were gotten official rishos to paskin in the vicinity of your rebbe. Which is funny to me because people go to a yeshiva to get smicha. So you could pass before you went, right? Like you could pass or you go to a you could pass in in the vicinity of teradas because you never learned that they're not your Rebbe, but then you go there in order to get smicha. Now he's your Rebbe, and now you gotta get a shush, which is funny. You need it also for the job, but whatever. That's not for now. But the point is so he said, this is why people say you shouldn't pass in the vicinity of your Rebbe. Why? Because he paskin in the vicinity of Yosef, and he was wrong. And he said, my issue is, the reason why you don't courses. it's not because you're afraid that your is unhappy and it looks like chutzpah. That's not the reason. There's a certain, you, you need a siyatadashmaya to paskin correctly, that Hashem just puts the right information. You see, people can have a lot of information, but to be able to be paskin, to be able to paskin correctly, it's a certain siyatadashmaya that, that you know what the Ratz and Hashem is. And he said, I, I, I didn't have that Tziyat HaShemaya. In, in the vicinity of your Rebbe, you may not have that Tziyat Shmaya, because your Rebbe might have the Tziyat maybe you shouldn't be poskening, even if he gives you permission. So he said, I'll prove it to you. I was the one who gave this in Shir. I said over this halacha, that you have to wait 24 months. And he said, Remember, but I didn't have Tziyat Shmaya to remember. So, he said, so yeah, he said, I knew the halacha, not only that, according to the doctrine, he was the one who said over the halacha, but still, he didn't have the see Okay, so here's the Shiloh. You have to wait 24 months, because we're afraid that the milk supply will be cut off. What if you hire someone to nurse the baby? What if you hire someone to nurse the baby? So then you should be able to marry right away, because the whole concern is the, the, the milk cut off. You're not nursing anyway, you got someone else to nurse. On the other hand, what if they quit on you? <laughs> then you're up a creek. So the Gemara says, Abanun, Nasna if you already stopped, let's say two two things. Either you give the baby to a nursemaid, so you're not the one nursing, or you're using formula. You already weaned him off, meaning you're no longer nursing. Or the baby dies. So in all these scenarios, there's there's the question is basically, did Chazal make it a hard and fast rule, or is it, a practical concern, in which case the concern no longer exists. So the Gemara says, the, the Bryce says you can marry right away, because all concern was the milk will be cut off. You're not nursing anyway either, because you found the nursemaid, the baby died, or the baby's using formula. So then it's not a concern. So Rav Papa wanted to do this. He wanted to allow someone to marry right away when she wasn't nursing. But there was an older woman that says, I, once, I asked Rav Nachman, the Shaila Rav Nachman said it's Osir. Meaning Rav Nachman held that we don't we, we don't play games. It's 24 months, it's 24 months. I don't care the nursing, not nursing, 24 months. So she he said, Rav Papa said, I wanted Rav Papa wanted to, to apply this braisa to practical halacha, but he was told by an older woman that Rabbi Nachman said, no good. So the Gemara says, any is a shuva of Nachman Shalul Labarish Kalusa. But dinner of Nachman allow the Beirish Galusa, the women of the Beirish Galusa from the exile era, <coughs> whatever however you translate that. But the Beirish Galusa, they, 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 he allowed the women of that Beirish Galusa who didn't nurse; they had nursemaids to marry it away. So why is Reb Nachman to steer us? The answer is Shani Beirish Galusa Hadabu. The answer is Reb Nachman was afraid that they'll quit on you. So you're going to get a nursemaid, right? She's going to nurse the baby, and then a weekend she's going to say, oh, you know, hey, I got a better job. I quit. And now your problem is you're already remarried, and it's no good. I and the Reshkalusa, he was mekel? Because no one is going to quit on the Resh You'll get killed. Like, that wasn't... The Resh was the most powerful people in the planet, in that area. So you, you're afraid people are going to quit on them? You're not quitting on them. It's the best job, it's the best paid, and there was fear. So that's why he was mekel by the Rashkalusa. Galusa. Amr the ref Papa. Va'otun says. <laughs> Rav, Papa, Rav Papi said to Rav Papa, Rav Papa w- wanted to be makel, right? In the case where the woman wasn't nursing practically, to be Makal for her to remarry. But an older woman came and said, hey, I spoke to Rav Nachman when I was younger, and Rebbe said, it's also. So said, okay, fine. Rav said, it's also. So said, it's also. Rav Papi says to Rav Papa, I-, I don't understand. There's a clear brysa that it's, that it's not okay. Like, you know, There's a clear brysa that indicates that these gezeris are across the board. Now, this, this brace that we're going to quote is not the Gezerah of 24 months, but it's the three-month gezerah, Right? Again, every woman who gets divorced or, or, or a widow has to wait three months. Why? Because we're afraid that she's pregnant. She just became pregnant. So, like, she dies, husband dies in, 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 in Tishrei. She wants to get married in Cheshvan. She can't. Why? You're afraid that she's pregnant. Right? If she's pregnant, then she's going to get married. Eight months later has a baby. We don't know if it's nine months from the first husband, seven months from the second husband, there's a paternity problem. What if the woman was separated from her husband? What if one knew they weren't together for the last three months? What if her husband was in jail? What if her husband was overseas? Meaning, so you have there's no concern, and what's the price is gonna say? It's still lesser. Because Chazal, Chazal made it across the board. So Rev Papi said to Rav Papa, the same thing over here. Chazal said 24 months because of the nursing. I, they have a nursemaid, it doesn't matter. Chazal goes across the board. So why do you need an older woman to tell you it's a problem It's a b'raisa tells you it's a problem? So if Papi says, what about the following b'raisa? Let's say a woman who is widowed or divorced, but right before she was widowed or divorced, she was always by her parents' house. She, was, she wasn't home. Or they were fighting. Everyone knew they were fighting. There was no way they were having relations to the point where she's pregnant. No chance. Or the husband was in prison he was overseas traveling or the husband was older he was sterile she was older she's sterile she miscarried after the divorce so she, even if she's pregnant that's gone she, ain't a royal she, she can't have children Rameir says you have to wait three months because the Chazal is across the board. Rav Yossi is Matil Yaris in Asmiat. Rav Yosi was on his makeup. But how do we pass again? It's so Machugis Ramei and Rav Yosi. Rav Rav Shmuel. Rav Meir We pass on like Rav Meir. So if we pass on like Rav Meir, you see the Chazal are across the board. So of course you can't. You have to wait twenty four months. I you have a nursemaid. It Doesn't matter. That's not how Chazal work. So why do you need a brisa? What do you need this old lady for? You have a brisa. So that's the Gemara. I'm really l'Abadaitin. I didn't know this brisa. <laughs> okay, easy answer. So what's the halacha? The halacha is, when it comes to marrying within 24 months, it depends. If the baby died, then you could marry within 24 months because there's zero concern. If you hired a nursemaid, it's a problem because we're afraid they'll quit on you. So it's a middle ground. So it's not across the board. It's almost across the board. So if the baby died, then it's fine because there's zero concern that it'll hurt the baby because the baby's dead. But if it's, if it's just a concern of... Uh, but, but if it's, you hired a nursemaid, then it's a problem because they're afraid they quit on you. But if the baby died, it's fine. Says the Gemara. Even if the baby dies, it's a problem. Why? We're afraid the mom's going to kill the baby. Right? That's a concern. turn. That, we're afraid the mom's going to kill the baby because if the mother knows that the baby... The mother knows that she can't remarry for 24 months as long as the baby's alive. So, so okay, fine. So we'll take care of that problem. Says the Gemara, and the Gemara says, <laughs> There was a Taka woman who did this, but it says the Gemara We don't possibly. It's not a concern. We, you could remarry within twenty-four months, and we're not concerned of the mother killing the baby. Hey, you That's not normal, and not something you have to be concerned about. Women are not going to kill their babies for a guy. Okay, so that's not a concern. It's another. It's another. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, logs to me from Adam Askovich. I know of three. No, no. <laughs> so, okay, that's okay, fine. That's a that's comparison. Um, okay, let's finish up the daft. Tanarabon and Hirisha Nasula Ben Lohanik. So the halacha is that if you if you hire a woman to nurse the baby, The halacha is that the nursemaid is not allowed to nurse her own child or someone else because we're afraid. She's being paid. I mean, because she has a contract with you to to nurse your baby, she doesn't have the right to nurse her own baby or someone else's baby because we're afraid there's not going to be enough milk for both. Okay, that's halacha number one. Paska kima, let's say you hire someone to nurse the baby and you're not supplying her with enough food for the milk to, 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 to really help help the baby. the halacha is, is harve. she has to eat more. So let's say you, you're hiring her $100 a week to nurse the baby, and you say, I'll throw in $10 of food. $10 of food is not going to be enough. The halacha is, she has to eat more. She can't just say, well, you paid $10, you have to eat more than that. And as we'll see in a little bit, she has to pay for the excess food because it's part of the deal. It's understood that uh, it's worth it to get the contract of nursing the baby, you might have to spend a little bit more on food, but she has to. She's not allowed to just say, well, uh, they didn't supply with enough food, so what do you want? No, no, no. You, if you're hired to nurse the baby, you have to eat enough that the baby will be healthy. And if that means that you have to spend the money on the excess food, that, that's that's part of the part of the contract, part of the deal. And the mother is, who's nursing the baby, the, baby the, the woman who's being paid to nurse the baby, is not allowed to eat anything that's harmful for the baby. There are certain foods that are harmful for the baby, she's not allowed to. So the Gemara is a kasha. The first halacha was that if a woman is being paid to nurse the baby, she's not allowed to nurse her own child or someone else's child. So the Gemara says, loy boy, if she's not allowed to nurse her own child, she can't nurse someone else's child. Her own child that she's not allowed to you know, think she could do a taiva for her neighbor. So the Gemara says, You know By the ba- her own baby, I get why she can't nurse, because she'll want to make sure that her baby has a lot of food and that'll cut away from the baby that she's being paid to but maybe her friend's baby that's a taiva, maybe she'll like nurse it and if there's not enough for both she'll cut that baby out so maybe it's fine because we could trust that she, you know her own baby she won't have you know you know uh, any any uh, any uh, any like vision regarding she'll just care about her own baby i get why she can't nurse her baby and and, and the one she's being paid to because she's going to focus her milk on her own baby but maybe doing a taiva for her neighbor She'll see. She'll try it out. She'll say, "Listen, if I have enough milk for good, for both, good. If not, I'll I'll cut out that one." No, no, come no. no, no, no we, we don't allow it. Then the mishnah said, "Poska kim If she's not given enough food from the people paying for it, she has to add. She has to eat enough. Mehecha who pays for that excess food? I'm She she pays for the excess food. Okay, we're going into the food article stage. Okay, so the Gemara says. Um, she's not allowed to eat things that are not good for the baby. Mind you, what are things that are not good for the baby? Hops, grain sprouting, small fish and earth. Okay. Uh, apparently it was like a medicinal ingredient. So don't eat dirt. It's not good for the baby. Even squash and quince are also not good for the baby. Kura v'kufra, palm shoots and unripened dates. Ravashi Amar Filu Kamchav Harasna, Kutach and Harasna was this fish dip that was very very salty. Okay, Menayu Paski Ochi Some of them cause the mother to stop producing milk, and some the milk just becomes putrid. Either way, not good. Now the next Gemara, and we'll just do this and we'll stop. This next Gemara, it's a concept that you have in Chulin a lot. I, I don't, I don't believe scientifically. And I don't think it's still a thing, either because our science has changed or uh, Matthias has changed, whatever it is. There was such a Matthias, maybe it still is a thing, I don't know, there's such a Matthias in the Gemara that what, like, the, the atmosphere and the circumstances of conception can, like, affect the baby. It is like sukkis and like if the, if the mother was thinking about a fish and the baby could like look at it look like a fish there's like these in and like this so this is in line with that like where they have the where they have relations that leads to the pregnancy can like affect the baby in in a negative or positive way so we'll just we'll just put that in mind so if a woman has relations near a mill I guess the sound of the mill can cause epilepsy I guess the the, 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 the chopping the of the mill can cause something in the baby and it can cause the baby to be epileptic. Okay. The sham ara, if they have relations on the ground, have the baby will have longer necks. It's a type of deformity. Okay. The Darcha if a woman stepped on donkey excrement, I'm assuming right before having relations, have a they'll have children who will be bald. Yeah. Okay. The Ochla A woman who eats mustard, have lebenezil zule. If she eats mustard, I guess around the conception time, then the children uh, will become fat. They'll eat a lot. That's the thing. The Achla Tachli, if she eats cress, have le bene They'll have the the eyes will always like uh, uh, teary, they'll have like runny eyes. The okla mainini, if a woman eats small fish, have le They'll have uh, children with, um, their eyes are like um, like squinty eyes. I think it's more like squinty eyes. They'll it'll be squinty if they eat small fish. <laughs> if you eat clay, have the b'nei m'churi, your children will be ugly. I, I get that one, by the way. That's the one thing I get. <laughs> if you're the type of person that's eating clay, those kids are not going to be very... <laughs> okay, whatever. The shas Shikra, a woman who drinks beer, have a b'nei ochmi. they'll have dark complexion children. Meat and wine. Have a le go to the next page. bene bari they'll be healthy. Da'och le if you eat a lot of eggs. Have le bnei enoni they'll have large eyes. Like eyes, like eyes. Da'och kivari if you eat fish. Have le bnei chenoni they'll be. I just call charming children. Chen they'll have chen. It's a fish. It's chen. Da'och le if he eats karpas, celery, whatever, potatoes, whatever. Have le bnei zin a karpas in the Gemara was always celery. Have le bnei zis soni you'll have uh, radiant children. The Ochla Kuzbarta, if you coriander, have a libinei you'll have fat children. And the Ochla Esrig, if you eat an Esrig, have a libinei you'll have very good-smelling children. And the Gemara ends off on the Maisa, Barthi Dishwem Malka, Ochla Ima Esroika the mother of the daughter of King of Sharmalka, Aiden an while she was pregnant. And they would bring out the babies to the father, to like uh, like uh, to for everyone to smell like the the fragrance of the of the baby. I will stop here.